Hello, everybody. This is story time with Albert, and we are in for another enchanting story for World Magic Treehouse. So let's get ready with the storyteller Albert. Today's story is Powers Past Noon. So here we go. Chapter One. Too late. Jack stared out his bedroom window. The wind kept falling and falling. The TV said it was stopped by noon, said Annie, his seven-year-old sister. It's already past noon, said Jack. But we have to go to the tree house, said Annie. I have a feeling of the M person will be there today. Jack pushed his glasses into place and took a deep breath. He wasn't sure that he wasn't ready to meet the M person yet. The mysterious person who had put all the books in the magic dress. Come on, said Annie. Jack sighed. Okay, he said, you get our wrinkles and boots. I get the medallion and bookmark. And he ran to get the rain gear. Jack reached into his drawer. He took out the medallion, which called the letter M was informed on it. And then he took out the bookmark. It was made of blue leather. It had the same in on it. Put M matched the M that was on the floor of the treehouse. Jack put the medallion and bookmark in his backpack and he threw in his notebook and pencil. Jack liked to take notes about important things. I got our rain stuff, called Annie. Jack picked up his pack and went downstairs. Annie was waiting by the back door. She was putting on her boots. Meet you outside, she said. Jack pulled on his raincoat and boots. Then he pulled on his backpack and joined her. The wind was blowing hard. Ready, set, go, shouted Annie. They kept their heads down and charged into the rainy wind. Soon they were in the four quick woods. Trees, branches swayed. Blinking rainwash everywhere. Yuck, said Annie. They splashed toward puddles until they came to the tallest oak in the tree woods. They looked up. Tucked between two branches was the tree house. It looked Dark and lonely 
against Stone Stormstein. Sky. Hanging from the treehouse was a rock platter blowing in the wind. They thought all the books were there. He hoped they weren't getting wet. The M person being there, said Anya, in a caught breath. How can you tell? He said. I can feel it, she whispered. She grabbed the rope ladder and started up. Jack followed. Inside the treehouse, it was clear and damp, but the books were dry. They were all neatly stacked along the wall, just the way it had been the day before. And he picked up the castle book on the top of one stack. It had taken the time for the castle. Remember the night, he said. Jack nodded. He would never forget the night of them. Annie put down the castle book. She picked up the next book on the stack. It was the dinosaur book. That had taken them to the time of dinosaur. Remember, he said. He said. Jack nodded. He never forgot the parent who had saved him from the dinosaur's bricks. And he held a book about ancient Egypt. Now, she said, Jack smiled. His book had taken them to the time of pilgrimage. A black cat had come for the rescue there. And here's the book about home. And he said, she held up the book with the picture of the hometown in it. Fog Creek, Pennsylvania. Jack smiled again. The Pennsylvania book had brought them back home at the end of each of the adventure. Jack sighed. Okay. He still had two main questions. Who the and person who had put all the books here. And did the night the Perunon done and the cat or know the in person? Only Jack fished into his backpack. He took out the gold medallion and the leather bookmark. He placed them on the floor. While over the park, where the M glowed friends to live in water. Rain blew through the 
free house. So then, it's not very cold either day. Jack agreed with her. He was too wet and cold. And he pointed to an open book lying in the corner. I don't remember a book being open. Another said Jack. And he picked up the book. He stared at the pictures of the page. Wow, this looks great. She showed the picture to Jack. He saw a sunny beach. A big green parrot sitting in the palm sea. And a ship sailing on a blue sea. Another gust to the picture. I wish we there instead of she she's there. Yeah, said Jack. But where is there? Too late, came a squawk. Jack and Annie turned quickly, sitting on a branch outside the window. Legs of the tree house was a green parrot, exactly like the parrot in the picture. A talking parrot said, Annie, is your name Polly? Can I call you Polly? Sally, the wind started to whistle. Oh no, now I'm in big trouble, said Jack. The wind blew hard. The tree house started. It went faster and faster. The crazy lights up. And everything was still. Absolutely still. Jack opened his eyes. Too late. Scott Polly. Chapter two. Jack felt hot sunlight streaming into the tree house. He smelled salt water. He heard the sound of waves. He and Nanny looked out the window. The tree house was in the palm tree. Beyond was a bright blue sea. Yeah, tall sailing ship was on the horizon. It was just like the picture of the book. Too late, Squawk Polly. Look, Sandy. Polly flying in circles above the tree. House. Then she swooped down to the ocean. Come on, let's follow her. Let's go in the water, said Annie. 
She took off her raincoat and dropped it on the floor. Wait, we have to study the book first, said Jack. He started to reach for the book, but Annie grabbed it. You can read it on the bench, she said. Now even looking at the cover, she shoved the book in Jack's backpack. He sighed. Actually, the water didn't Okay, Jack said. He took off his raincoat too. Come on. And handed Jack his backpack. Then starting down the ladder. Jack wanted the raincoat and pulled it next to the sack of books. He pulled on his backpack. Then he ran down the ladder. And he hit the sand. She ran toward the ocean. Jack watched her eyes raid into the water. She was still wearing her rainbow. Her boots, Annie, because Jack, she shrugged. They'll dry out, she said. Jack took off his boots and socks. He put them beside his pack. Then he rolled up his jeans and ran across the hot sand into the waves. The water was warm and clear. Jack caught Satan. Shells and tiny fishes. He shielded his eyes against the sun and peered out at the sea. Where's Polly? said Annie. Jack clenched the one. No sign of Polly. Not in the palm tree. Not in the sun. Like sand. Not over the white sea. Jack looked out of the sea again. The ship seemed even closer. Now Jack could see it black. As he stared at the ship flag, it chilled toward him. Flag was black with the skull and crossbones. What's wrong? She splashed after him. Jack ran to his backpack and he followed. He grabbed the book from his backpack. He looked at the cover. 
for the first time he only read the little title of the book. Yikes! Said Annie. Prince, Prince of the Caribbean. Jack read aloud. Chapter three. Three men in a boat. Pirates, Jack said. Pirates! Squeaked Annie like a Peter Pan. Jack flipped to the picture to the shore. The pirate and the sea and the ship. He read the captain near the picture. Three hundred years ago, pirates raided Spanish treasure ships in the Caribbean Sea. He grabbed the notebook and wrote his pack. His pack. He wrote, "Pirates in the Caribbean." John. To the next page, there was a picture of a pirate flag. He read, "The skull and crossbones flag was the called the Jolly Roger." Let's go," said Annie. "Wait," and make a drawing of the flag. He propped the pirate books. In the sand, he started drawing the Jolly Roger flag. Don't copy the picture in the box," said Annie. "Look at the real thing." Jack put his glasses into place and kept drawing. Jack, some pirates are getting into a boat. Boat," said Annie. Jack kept drawing. Jack, the boat leaving the big ship. So then he walked. Jack looked up. Look, and he pointed. Jack looked. He saw the whole boat coming towards the towards the floor. Sure, run! So then she started running towards the tree house. He jumped up. His glasses fell off. Hurry! And he called back to him. Jack went down on his knees. Fell for his glasses. Every day, Jack saw something glinting in the sun. He reached for it. It was his glasses. He smashed them up. Then he threw his notebook and pencil into his pack. He put the pack on his back. He hurried his boots and his socks. And he took off running. Hurry, they're coming! And he was at the top of the rope ladder. Jack looked back at the sea. The pirates were closer to the shore. Suddenly, Jack saw the pirate book. In all the confusion, he had forgotten it. It was still propped in the sand. Oh man, I forgot the book! He said. He dropped his socks and boots to the treehouse. Come on, Jack! Said, I'll be right back. Jack called. I've got to get the book. I forget it. 
and was already, that was already running through the water. They grabbed the ball. Come on, back! And he shouted. Back shoved the ball into his backpack. Suddenly, then we carried the orbit into the under the bed. One jump! Shot and the three big pirates flashed into the sand. They had knives and they did. They had pistols in their belts. They charged towards that. One jump! Once! Cried Annie. Chapter 4. Jack started to run across the whole sand. She ran fast as he could. But the pirates ran faster before Jack knew it. The Biggest pirate had grabbed him. Jack struggled, but the pirate had your strong arms. He held on to Jack and laughed. He made an ugly laugh. He had shaggy black beard. A patch was colored on night. Jack heard and he yelled it. She saw her. Coming to the old ladder. Stay where you are, Jack shouted. But Annie kept going. Leave him alone, you bully, she cried. The other two pirates laughed meanfully. You dirty and rat. Annie charged up to the biggest pirate. and kicked him, but the pirate just growled. Then his, he grabbed her too. And with his giant ass, he attacked and left him with two kittens. No one expects Captain Bones, he roared. His breath was several bits. Let's go! And he shot into her face, but Captain Bones just smiled. All his teeth were black. And it was silent. Captain Blue then he turned to the other two. Find out what's in their house with dogs, he said. Hey, Captain! They answered and they started up the ladder on top. What is my pinky? shouted Captain Bones. Books, Captain! Pinky shouted down. Ah, bugs! Growled Captain Bulls. He split on the sand. I want gold, you dogs! Dogs are nicer than you, said Nanny. said Jack. What about you, Stinky? Captain Bull roared. Just bugs! Captain! shouted Stinky. Ah, said Captain Bones. He split on the sand again. I hate books. Keep looking, dogs. Five is something good. Captain Bones grabbed Jack's backpack. What's in here? He said. Nothing. Jack quickly opened the paper. Just a Paper, a pencil, and a book. Another book! Your Captain Boards. That's my body! A gleeful shriek 
appeared the air. Captain Bones froze. What's that? He shouted. Look, Captain, look! Pinky leaned out the treehouse window. He held the medallion. It cleaned bird in the... In the... In the sunlight. Oh, brother, thought Jack. Throw it down! cried Captain Bond. It's not yours, shouted Annie. Captain Bond dropped Jack and Annie. He caught the medallion as it fell. Go, 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 he cried. Captain Bond threw back his head and laughed horribly. He grabbed two of his pistols. He shot them into the air. Pink and Stinky howled like wolves. Chapter 5 The Quits Treasure Jack and Annie watching in horror. The gold greedy pirates seem to have lost their minds. Jack notched Annie up. Toward they started to back slowly away from the pirates. Toward the treehouse. Halt! Captain Bolt shouted. He aligned his pistol at them. No, 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 stop numbers! Jack and Annie froze. Captain Bones grinned his black toad grin. Tell old Bones where the rest is. He growled off his back to meet Taito. What, what, where's? said Annie. The rest of treasure! Board, Captain Board, the noise on the island, I have a map. He reached into a bell porch and pulled out a torn piece of paper. It's a treasure map, said Jack. I. It's the map telling about kids' treasure. What quit? Which kids treasure? Not us kids, said Annie. We don't know anything about your kids treasure. Why don't you read the map, said Jack. You read it! Captain Bush shoved the map in Jack's face. Jack stared at the straight marks of the paper. What does that mean? Asked Jack. What does, that, what does one mean? Asked Captain Bones, those words. Jack pointed in the words at the bottom of the map. Well, it means Captain Bones got eyes squinted at the whiting he found. He coughed. His, he rubbed his nose. Ah, leave him alone! Pinky ground that Jack. Yeah! No, he can't free, said Stinky. Shut up! <laughs> Captain Wolf, what does it mean? Jack and I, I can read, and he piped up. Shh, said Jack. Captain, make me read the map, said Stinky. Captain Bones gave it to Jack and he 
a dark look. We did! He growled. Then will you let us go? Said Jack. The pirate squinted his good eye. I love her. What's the treasure in my hands? I'll let you go. Okay, said Jack. I'll read it to you. He looked at the map. It said the gold dot lie beneath the wild isle. Hell! Captain Buscaul? What's that? Supposed to be lover? Jack's fault! Find it! Take him back to the ship! Shall Captain Bones, they cannot what they fight till they are ready to tell us how to find the treasure. Jack and Andy were tossed into the walls, but what Darren and we were tossed into the wool boat. What is plastic aside, they sat with thunder closet. Draw with had began to blow. Walk that wall, said Captain Bones. Pink and Stinky began going to the big ship. Look, and he said to Jack. He, she pointed to the shore. Polly the pal which was flying over the sand. She wants to help us, whispered Annie. Polly started to fly over the walls. But the winds were so strong, she turned around and flew back to her island. Chapter 6 The Wheels Island. The robot tossed from side to side. The waves were huge. Silly. Strong Jack's eye. He felt seasick. Alert! Steady! shouted Captain Bones. He pointed at Seal. Are you be me for the Seal boots? Dogs finally cut the water. Sharks. One loom wide to the boat. Boat. Jack could have reached out and touched it. He shuddered. Soon the wall broke along the side of the ship. The air was filled with fiddle music and bang pies playing. And Jack jeers shouting an uglier. Laughter. Captain Bones shouted to him then, and then Jack were holding to the deck. The ship creaked and moaned. Twirled from side to side. Well, snap the wind. Everywhere they looked, Jack and Annie stood pirates. Some were dancing, some were drinking, many were fighting with swords or with the trees. Look over my captain! Captain Bones ordered. A couple of pirates grabbed Jack and Annie!
and throw them in the ship's cabin. Then lock the door. The air inside the captain even was down from so smelling. It shaft of green light came through a small round window. Oh man! Said Jack, we got to figure how to get back to the island so we can get into the treehouse and go home. Said and the four jacks suddenly felt tired. How would you ever get out of this mess? We better examine the book, he said. Jack squeezed into the back and pulled out the pirate book. He flipped through the pages. He found the information to help them. Look, he said. He found a picture of pirates burning the treasure chest. This might help. Together they read the word under the picture. Captain Kidd was a famous pirate. It said that he buried the treasure chest on the Discarded island. The chest was filled with gold and jewels. Captain Kidd said, Jack, so that's the kid when Bones kid keeps talking about. Said Jack. Yeah. Why, said Jack? And he looked out the wrong window. And Captain Kidd's treasure is buried somewhere in the island, she said. Jack took out his notebook and pencil. He wrote, Captain's kid's treasure on island. Jack. And he said, wait a minute. He said, thinking. What? Jack asked. He looked back at him. A whale. Neat, he said. Then he looked up. A whale. Did you see a whale? A whale. A huge whale. As big as a football wheel. Jack jumped up and looked out the window with her. Where? Jack asked. All he could see was the island. And stormy waves. And sharp winds. There. Where? Where? There. This Island is shaped like a giant whale. Oh man, this Jack. Now he could see it. See the whale's back. And uh, yes, the slope of the island looks like the back of a whale. See his spout? Said Annie. Yep, the palm tree have held up house like look like a spot of the whale. See his eyes, and I need, yeah, be black, like the eye of the whale. The gold dot lie beneath the whale's eye. Whisper Jack, wow. Chapter 7. Gales a blowing. So the treasure might be under that rock. Said Annie. Why, said Jack, now we just have to get back to the island. We show Captain Bond's 
where the treasure is. Then while all the pirates had taken a sneak up to the tree house and make a wish to go home. Then why Jack poked his head out of the window out of the cabin. Captain Bone, sir, he shouted. The pirates took up the cry. Captain Bones, Cap Captain Bones, here came the horrible voice. Captain Bones stuck his ugly face toward the window. His good eye glared at Jack. What did you want, lovers? We were ready to tell the truth, sir, said Jack. Go ahead, growled Captain Bone. We know where Kid Treasure, Captain Treasure is. Well, we can't just tell you. We have to show you, said Onion. Captain Bones gave Jack, Onion Jack, a Long hard look. You need a warp, said Jack. In trouble, said Annie. Captain Bones growled that he roared at his men. Get some warps and shovels. Aye, aye, Captain. They threw these lovers in the boat. We are going to the island. Aye, aye, Captain. Back in the warp boat, Jack saw the door. Grown even darker with clouds. The waves were bigger, the wind was blowing. Gail A. Blowing, said Pinky. You see, if Gail and I don't today, by thunder, Captain Bone shouted, Roll, dog, slow. The tree. Pirates battled the wind until the robot reached the island. They all piled onto the shore. Jack! Captain Bones grabbed Jack and Annie. Okay, lovers, he said. Now show where the treasure is. There, said Annie. She pointed at the Black rock at the tip of the island. Under that rock, said Jack. Captain Ward, Jack, Jack, and Nanny down to the peak to the black rock. Get to work. Captain Bone said to Pink instantly. What about you, sir? Me work? Captain Bone chuckled, chuckled. How could you get away from them? Don't you think you should help your friends, he said. Captain Bones gives Jack a horrible grin. Nay, I'm going to hold you two till there's treasure in my hands. Chapter 8 Dig! Dogs, dig! Pink and Sinky tied their rope around the 
we go up the wind, how the two pirates pull and pull and pull and it helps, said Jack. Oh, let the dogs do the work, was Captain Bone. You're not very nice to them, said Annie. Who cares, roared Captain Bone. Captain, we've got it, shouted Picky. They started pulling the rock across the sand. Now let's dig where the rock was, said Cap Jack. All of us. But Captain Bond ignored his session. Dig your dogs, she shouted. Pink and Stinky started to dig. The wind blew even harder. There was going to be a thunderstorm. Ow, it was standing in my eyes. Pinky whined. Dick shouted Captain Bond. He held Jack and Annie with one hand. With the other, he pulled out the golden medallion. He tossed it at the two pirates. It fell through the hole. Dick, for more of Taylor Swine! He said, Squaw! Look! And he said, while he was back, he was circling across them. Go back! She clocked. Thinking Pinky looked at the parrot. They scowled! They shouted Captain Bone. The big storm has come! Captain said Pinky, go back! Said Polly. The bird woman, Captain shouted. Stinky, take a dog! Squawked Captain Bones. Go back! Squawked Polly. The boys warning us! Shouted Pinky. Let's go to the ship before it's too late! They started running through the water. Monday has come back, shouted Captain Bones. He dragged Jack and Annie down the beach as he ran after him and stopped. But the pirates went running. They got to the water and pushed it on the sea. Wait! cried Captain Bones. Pink and Stinky jumped into the boat. They started running. Wait! Captain Bone let go out of Jack and Anya. He led himself into the world. Then the three pirates disappeared into the sphere of the waves. Go back, squawked Polly. She means us, said Anya. Just then the storm broke over the island. The wind howled. Wind fell in buckets. Let's go! Quite Anya. Wait, I have to get the medallion, shouted Jack. He ran to the hole dug by the pirates. He looked down at it. Even in the dairy light, the medallion was shining. Bad, big bad raindrops were falling into the Hole washing away from the sand. Jack saw a patch of wood. Then the wind cleared away more sand. Then Jack saw the top of an old truck. He stared. Was it the captain? Kids treasure chest. Hurry, Jack! Hold on. She was halfway up the trail ladder. I found it. I found it. Cried Jack. 
I found a treasure chest. We got the treasure chest, Anya. We have to go now. The storm getting worse. They kept staring at the chest with their gold inside. Silver, precious gems. Come on now, Annie was shouting into the treehouse window. But Jack caught her cheering himself over He was the rest of the medicine on the chest. Jack, forget the treasure chest, said Annie. Let's go, go back, squawked Polly. Jack looked at the parrot. She was pushed to the black rock. She, he stared into her wise eyes. He thought he knew her knew her from somewhere else. Go back. Jack, she said. She sounded like a person. Okay, it's the finally time to go on. Jack took one last look at the treasure chest. He clutched the gold magellan. Then he took off running through the treehouse. He quickly pulled the books on. He shoved the socks into his backpack. The rope ladder was dancing wildly in the wind. Jack grabbed it. The ladder swayed as Jack climbed. He was tossed this way and that. But he held on tight. As last, he pulled himself into the treehouse. Let's go! He cried. And it was... Already holding the Pennsylvania box, she pointed to the picture of Falkwick. I wish we could go there, she said. The wind was already blowing hard. But now it was blowing even harder. The trees started spinning. It went faster and faster. Then everything was still. As it always still. The Misty Reset M, Chapter 9. Drip, drip. Jack opened his eyes. The wind was dripping from the leaves of the tree. They were back and forth quick. The wind was softer. The wind was gentler. The air was sweeter. Oh, man, Jack said. That was close. He was still holding the gold medallion. He was Paul is gone, said Annie sadly. I was hoping you might come back with us. No matter we'll have ever come back with us, said Jack. He pulled off his backpack. He was damp with rain and salt water. Jack took out the pirate book. He put it on the stack of books on top of the dinosaur book and the night book and the mummy book. Then Jack put the gold medallion beside the bookmark with the letter M. Next, he went down onto his knees and ran his finger onto the tiny shimmering M off the floor. We didn't find any M on this trip, he said. Or the M person said, Annie, quack, Polly, Annie, quiet. 
Mavis rushed into the treehouse. She pushed on the stack of books. Polly looked straight at Jack. What, what are you doing here? He asked her. Slowly, Polly whistled white green wings. They grew bigger and bigger until they spread out like a huge green cape. Then in great swirls of colors, in a book, blur of feathers and light in a flapping and stretcher and straighten and in your chip. Polly would not have it any longer. In her place was an old woman, a beautiful old woman with her long white hair and piercing eyes. She wore a great red cap. Okay. She pushed on the stack of books and she was very calm and very still. Neither Jack or Annie couldn't speak. They were too amazed. Hello, Jack. Hello, Annie, the old woman said. My name is Morgan Lefria. Chapter 10. Annie found her voice first. The Emperor she whispered. Yes, I'm the Emperor said Morgan. Now where you are from, said Jack. Have you heard the ever of the King Archer? said Morgan. Jack nodded. Well, I'm King Archer's sister, said Morgan. You are from Camelot, said Jack. I have read about Camelot. What did you read about me, Jack? said Morgan. You, you are a witch. Morgan smiled. I, you can't believe anything with Jack, but are you a magician? Said Annie. Almost call me an interest, but I'm also a librarian. Said Morgan. A librarian? Said Annie. Yes, I've computed 28th period time to collect books. You're lucky to be born. In the time with so many books for the Camelot Library. Asked Jack precisely, said Morgan. He, I traveled in this treehouse to collect words from many different places around the world and for many different time periods. Did you find books here? said Jack. Oh, yes, many wonderful books. I want to go to them to copy. Did you put all the bookmarks in them? said Jack. Yes, you see, if I like the pictures in the books, sometimes I want to visit the screens in the pictures. So all the bookmarks mark there. I wish to go. How did you get this? Asked please a spell on the tree house. It Morgan. So when I point to a picture, I make the wish and the tree house take me there. I think you'd watch this in time so times that Jack, he handed the gold medallion to Morgan. Well, thank you. I wonder where I lost it, she said. She put the medallion in her head, then pocket in her cape. So, can anybody watch the spell, said Annie. Anyone who tries it? Oh, dear, no, no, no. Just anybody, Morgan said. You two are only ones behind me to do it. No one else have 
ever seen my great house before? Is it invisible? Is it? And yes, Morgan, I have no idea it would be ever discovered. But your tour came along. Somehow you hooked right into my magic house, said Akshak. Well, for two reasons, I explained things. Explain Morgan first, and he believes in magic, so she actually showed the tree house and her belief helped you to see it. Oh man! So, Jack, then you picked up a book, Jack, and because you love my book so much, you called my magic spell to work. Wow, said Annie, I can you can't imagine my dismay when you started off with dinosaur times. I had to make a very quick decision and I tried decided to come along. Oh, so you were the Pavanon, said Annie Morgan smiled. And the cat and the night and Polly said, Annie, yes, said Morgan softly. You were all the things to help us, except, yes, but I must go home now. The people in town not need my help. You are leaving? Whispered Jack, I'm afraid I must, said Morgan. She picked up Jack's backpack and Handed it to him. Jack and Annie picked up their rain cord. It stopped raining. Therefore, got us. I know, said Annie, and then her rain on. Never, said Morgan. She smiled at both of them. Never mind, Miss. Too much for myself. You love this impossible Annie, and you love knowledge, Jack. What better combination is it? Morgan Lee touched Annie's forehead gently, and then Jack's. She smiled. Goodbye. She said, Goodbye, Suzanne and Jack. Jack needs left to three hours first. Jack followed. They climbed down the wolf ladder for the last time. They stood below the oak tree and looked up. Morgan was looking toward out the window. Her long white hair blew in the breeze. Suddenly the wind began to blow. The leaves began to shake. A loud whistling voice filled the air. The cover here isn't great of everything. Then everything was silent. Absolutely silent. Jack opened his eyes. The tree was were gone. All gone. Absolutely gone. And it, Jack stood a moment staring at the empty oak tree, listening to the silence. And he sighed. Let's go, she said softly. Jack just nodded. He felt so sad to speak. As he started walking, he put his hands into his pocket. He felt something. Jack pulled out the gold medallion. Look, he said, how did? And he smiled. Morgan had must put it there, she said. But how? Magic, said Annie. I think it means she'll be coming back. 
Jack's smile. He clutched the medallion's hand and he took off the wet sunny woods. As they walked, the sunshine through the woods, all the leaves were sparkling. Everything in fact was shining. The bunch of puzzles, blue castles, wildflowers, and all glittered like jewels. Really like gold, and it had been white. Or Jack forgot the treasure chest. That treasure at home, a ton of it everywhere.